Welcome to Menage with the Mary Jane Maven podcast, where we spark up conversation, verbalization, stimulation, share our situations, temptations, education, relaxations, and elevations. Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special episode of Menage with the Mary Jane Maven. We are actually uh, hunkered down in my house right now. It's raining. It is, uh, let's see, 1.37, what, Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Monday. Monday, yep. Oh my God. This is the AM. That's what happens when you don't go to sleep for a day. Well, I'll stay there. Uh, so yes, Monday morning, and as all of you may know, and you don't know, I don't know where the hell you are, maybe in a bunker somewhere, you know, underground, but wake up, guys. We are in a crazy, scary-ass time right now. So this episode is the result of pretty much our society kind of being shut down right now. Um as it is in a lot of places, schools are shut down. You know, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby is off of work. Kids are out of school. Um, you know, we don't really have any plans. I'm a little bummed because it is my birthday month. Um, but this Rona, the good old Rona virus is, uh, is yeah. definitely doing a, uh, a number on us. I mean, I don't remember being this scared or having plans to stay in the house and not going anywhere since 9-11. Don't be scared. It's I'm scared of the um, reactions, the uncertainty, not so much of the illness itself. And please, universe and illness, don't think that I'm you know not taking you seriously. But the the result or the effect that it's having on our society and the fact that we're living through something that is like the first 30 minutes of any horror or, you know, major disaster into the world film is pretty unnerving, I will have to say. But um, as you guys may have already noticed, this is my right hand, who's actually tonight sitting on my right hand side, who's just chilling in my living room, smoking up a little bit here, Vita, giving you life. We got the hubby, the hubby, the hubby here. He is uh, being all quiet on his phone over there. Um, oh, I found three quotes. I have a quote for you. I found a quote on yeah. We can both, both share <laughs> Two, one. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to start tonight off with uh, this special episode with a couple of quotes. So I will actually let my co-host go first while I spark up and we begin okay. our spark and salutation. Yeah. So I'm picking this quote. In regards to this corona, this COVID-19 pandemic. And th- these are three coming out of the, um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And uh, one of them is, don't panic. <laughs> don't panic. Okay, don't panic. Don't That's panic. the first part. Don't panic. And then the next thing I would say is, check, is from the quote is, check your intellectual blind spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is like, you know, checking out where you're getting your information from, how you process it, how well you listen and kind of dissect 
information as you receive it, you know? Okay. I like um, that. I like that. Very important right now. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, just kind of pulling you out of your regular thinking that it's really the questions that matter the most, not the answers. Yes. I like that. I like all of those. Very um, poignant, poignant, and um, relative to what we're going through right now. I mean, you know, guys, this, what I'm going to say, I think kind of um, just really shines a light on how serious this is. Okay, because of course we are a society, you know, made up of money and it's about money, it's about the return, it's about all the good things that happen. Oh, and all the good, I mean, I'm sorry, everything that well, those that are making the money hand over fist, all the good things that are afforded to them. So, if you guys don't know, these are some of the things that are occurring as far as, you know, well, businesses and major corporations that are about their money that are right now on hiatus. So as we mentioned in the middle of uh, the last of the last episode, we found out live the NBA, you know, it has since, since gone to the MLB pushing back their start of their season, the NHL, um, retail see, commerce, certain retail, retail stores, what else in sports? Football. Oh, football is pushing back. Yeah. Their, their drafts and all that good stuff. Um, food service. Well, yeah, food service, service all that, trickling. Yeah, we definitely get into that. But, um, you know, the major corporations that are about the money, these are right. things that they would never do anything that messes with their, their know, money, with their so revenue. And the fact down. that they're shutting down, that's that's big. Um, Disneyland, Disney World, what? They're closed. Like, it is really spooky. Universal yeah, Universal Studios. I know I say it a lot, but I love Vice and Vice News. Shout out. You know, maybe if I talk to them enough, they'll come interview me or something. I don't know. Um, But they did a, it was like a two minute little piece and it was showing, you know, all of the different parts of the world, Italy, that just looks like a freaking ghost town, you know, and them asking people to have much smaller funerals, Mm. you know, things like that. And then unfortunately we found out tonight, uh, earlier tonight, that Italy is on lockdown. Mm. Well, it's also quarantine, started with 250 right. people. Spain, I'm sorry. I'm sorry 250 Spain. people gatherings, right? And now it's actually been requested to be pushed down to 50 people. Yeah, yeah. so locally, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, so, you and know. Closing bars yeah. and asking the older community who are at risk of death from COVID-19 is that yeah. they stay home. Well, we're definitely going to talk about that because that's you know, what... Part of the reason why I wanted to, you know, do this episode is mm-hmm. to just kind of talk about what's going on locally mm-hmm. and how we, of course, can only control what's going locally. So let's have a conversation about that. But we'll kind of jump into that in a minute. But, as, you know, as I was saying, just these larger corporations and, and pay attention, which you should if you're an adult. Right. You should pay attention to the stock market. Well, you should stock pay attention to where crashing. you spend your money, too, because that's like a vote every day. Yeah. I mean, but that crashing, it hasn't done this since, what, 9-11 or, no, mm-hmm. the 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty crazy um, that we are pretty much living in a world or in a time right now that I don't think any of us really thought that we would see in our lifetime. Like, we always thought it was a possibility, oh, but really? never thought that we were going to get there. Yeah, oh, wow. To something like this. I mean, just a pandemic on this level. 
Oh no, I feel I feel so like this is to me this is like everyday life, even though it hasn't happened. I feel so mentally already was in this place that it's like I'm kind of not shocked. Now you're not shocked about what the the panic. You're not shocked about just any being in this situation. Any of it. Yeah, I mean it's a lot that goes into it, of course. But let me go ahead and I'll read my quote really quick. Yeah. Um, at a certain point in our lives. We lose control of what's happening to us, and our lives become controlled by fate. That's the world's greatest lie. Let that sink in. There's a lot to that. That's from one of the greatest books, and honestly, one of my favorite, The Alchemist. Um, there's a couple that I could have read today that would have really, you know, like I said, been relevant and... Um, it's just indicative of the times that we're in right now. I mean, we've only been in the house a day. We really just started kind of, you know, hubby got off of work Friday. He was 10, maybe 15 minutes away from work. Got the email. They're done. Um, so I didn't want to go shopping Friday because everybody and their mom was shopping. And I kept hearing about the, you know, the, the hoarding of the toilet paper, which, <sighs> good Lord, you guys. What? The, why? Okay, even if they are suggesting six weeks of, you know, toilet paper and medicine and food and stuff, do you really need it? Like, how much are well, you? Well, you know what Freud would say about that? Sigmund Freud would say that would maybe be a little anal retention. Oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. So you're Just showing your anal retention right yeah. now while you're hoarding yeah. toilet paper. Yes. You're letting us know that, you know, they were mean to you when they potty trained you. And now you're butthole obsessed. Hey. Hey. You're a butthole. <laughs> So kind of off off topic, but when you have an oral fixation, what was that? What was that related Ooh, to? Oh, I don't remember. I don't I don't recall the, the root cause of it's like a magical. I mean, I used to suck about them really fixation. bad to the point that the doctor gave my mom some like medicine and shit and I would just suck it off and drink my bottle and cry and then suck it off drink my bottle and cry again. I think it was just the oral fixation was maybe just self soothing too, right? Mm. And so like a baby suckling. And so a lot of times this grabbing all this toilet paper is a form of self-soothing. They're not really think it's not a logical thought. You're probably not going to wipe your ass that much. Like they're about to have. Right. But, it, but going paper. and grabbing a bunch of something makes you, you know, soothe, who is winning? You know, those extreme cucumbers. They are winning like fucking crazy right now. They're like, <sighs> shit, I ain't got to do nothing. See, probably, they always had a horse. Yeah. Yeah. They probably still are going and getting shit. But my thing is that, um, you know, we decided that we were going to try to avoid the crowds as much as possible. We okay. got up yesterday morning and we happened to be watching the news and they showed the farmer's market. And we thought that's a responsible and a good know. way for us, yes, to get the fruits and vegetables that we need um, for a couple of different reasons. You know, let's be fiscally responsible, you know, if, because of this just halt to life as we know it right now. Um, mm. It would be important to make sure that we do have a little bit of a you know nest egg if we do have to go because of the corona apocalypse we got to get on the road and get some some gas and shit like that um so we went to the farmer's market and then we were like okay well let's go to bel-air for meat because we don't really like to get our meat from you know just anywhere and that wasn't too bad um we actually were in the like self-checkout line maybe we're was in line i mean well let me say this there was no chicken 
there were two packs of um, the pre, you know, the, the diced chicken breast that they say it's for tacos or whatever. There was, he was surprised. He came over. He was like, where'd you get that, that uh, ground right. chicken? I was like, on the shelf? Uh, He's like, I didn't see it. There were oh, two packs of turkey left, which we got. Um, no ground beef. And you can get stuff from the actual, you know, from the, the meat counter. Ooh, I'm going to go get something from the meat counter when you're trying to get stuff in bulk. Um, we went to Target today. Okay. I, the medicine aisles, done. Empty. Just, it's, yeah, it's. Well, I've kind of already been on a checkout from social. I've been social distancing, actually, for the past three months. I didn't have a name for it. Because you and the hubby don't like people. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with you. I got sick. And when I got sick, I realized I had a great responsibility to step out of my normal role as a healthcare provider and just participating in a lot of social activity yeah. because I didn't feel well again. You did. We had plans for a couple you know? times and you were just like, no, I don't feel like it. Like it was just, you know, yeah. just a way. We were just talking yeah. about energy and, and things I like that. And I found out what I was sick with. Way. I actually had strep throat and I hadn't taken any antibiotics. My body was like helping me, but then it wasn't completely going mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. So I needed antibiotic therapy. Sounds like a 16 year old who was just, you know, pass her strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, I definitely didn't pass it to anybody. No, trust know, me on that. Um, but, you know, I was trying to avoid ATB. Yeah. I was trying to avoid antibiotics because. You know, we, our guts are important yeah, I remember to you us. Told me you're like, I'm not taking anything. And you're another like, thing that gives our health risk is, you know, our gut being off, our gut biome being bad. So yeah. I don't like to mess with my gut biome. I'm trying to avoid taking ATB or antibiotics, but I had to. Now I'm better. Yeah. Nurses don't get to shut down. Um, out of which all this, you, you know, know, which is why they're awesome because the doctors, you know, go and lay up in the room, phlebotomists and and, 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 and AIDS and yes. Oh. Board proposed that there is any, if there is any thwarting of an infant's libido desires in the oral stage, so that's the first 21 months. So if the child's breastfeeding is neglected or overprovided, or if he or she is weaned too late or too early, he or she may become orally fixated as an adult. I don't think I was ever breastfed. I was breastfed and I was born, born sucking my fingers like this upside down until I was 10 years old. I caught so much holy hell from every family member who ever saw me do this. They discouraged it with yeah. piss, vinegar, and venom. I resisted until something happened, an injury happened, and I couldn't suck my fingers, and I got over it. I was well, so I grateful. I my thumb so Cut bad that I would have out. blisters underneath my nails. Like, this when I was younger, but remember I was telling you that I went into, like, my pituitary gland, like, was oh, yeah, you had a, yeah, and I think that was within so it was like 18 19 months. Okay. That, like, yeah, so yeah. you just you mentioned libido, so I'm wondering if that influx of um hormones and the fact that I was going into puberty at like 18 months old has anything it's, to do with it. I mean, I don't mind the oral fixation that I have now, I definitely think that explains you know that I smoke cigarettes. Well, kind of so, a little bit, but check this out. It also has been suggested that being overly talkative. <laughs> <laughs> manipulative or sarcastic can stem from oral fixation. I'm sarcastic, but I'm definitely overly talkative out of all those things. Well, if it helps you feel good, you know, and it keeps you healthy and vibing high, then you just find a way to construct it. 
I just always remember just being a talker though. Yeah. Like always. And that Jackson, it's so funny because sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, Did you ever stop talking? And then I'm like, wait a minute, that is just so use it for good. Mm-hmm. Jax easily says twenty seven thousand words a day before twelve o'clock. Yeah, so so are you seeing <laughs> so the social distancing happening while you were out there? I mean, um, well, I remember when the hubby left for work Friday morning. He called me and he was like, "Babe, this is eerie. Like, there was no traffic, and there's always traffic, mm-hmm. you know, especially on this, you know, this area of ninety nine. He travels, and he said you could visibly tell, you know. And he said it was just the energy in the air. Mm-hmm. When we went out yesterday morning, it was very much that until we got to the farmer's market and you're seeing people there and so you know then it was like okay people are trying to you know go on move on with life you mm-hmm. know um and the city trying to help small businesses with that by you know stopping the metering which is great i think that's awesome you know mm-hmm. um with you know putting extra hand sanitizer stations like all throughout old sack and stuff like that that's good. I don't know if it's working. They can put some of them hand washing pumps that they have at they the do. festivals out there for these bums and homeless people. They do. You so know? what's the park over there by uh, Hot Italian? Oh, Fremont. So there's yeah. like a couple of them there. set up there right now. Yeah. Well, put them in so all them like, parks. So I was playing. like, wow, the city actually did what they said they were going to do. Good job. Stein. What's his name? Oh, I don't like her name. Steinberg. 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 I got a little bit of ash there, a little bit of ash. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes, but speaking of locally, what I do want to say is in case, you know, unfortunately, there are people that don't look for the information that they need. So mm-hmm. whether it's watching the news or getting a Google alert. Pick a reputable source. Exactly. People just hear, you know, drama. So one of the, some of the things I want to talk about is, you know, what's available to you in Sacramento mm-hmm. and actually like throughout the state. So even though the schools are out, there's going to be locations where kids are still able to go during the day and get breakfast and lunch. Okay. Um, so here, yeah, in Sacramento, I do know that Sac High is one of the locations, okay. um, and it's open to anybody, um, you know, any in youth. I believe up to 18, correct? Maybe 19, I think. 18. Um, so and that's happening at a lot of locations throughout Sacramento, throughout California. Um, it is important as well for you to understand that there are going to be opportunities and there are op- opportunities. I know myself, three people that were like, Hey parents, you need babysitters get at me. Right. So while people are complaining about it, which I understand if you're like, Oh, what am I going to do? We but can show some would you rather though. be, well, would you rather be out because your baby's sick or would you rather be out because your baby's school took the precautions? And then if your right. baby had gotten sick at school, you'd be up there cussing them out and doing everything. And it's an opportunity for us to show support to each other because yeah. like if you say you have an older person that you know and they should um, social distance, um, then they are going to need someone responsible who will also in a social distance, mm-hmm. but will still go out for them and help them and stay connected because people old, the geriatric community is already at risk from isolation. Yeah. Isolation oh, yes, remember, yeah. is a morbidity. Yeah, I, mean, I remember a lady telling again. me um, the boys, we were going into a store and the boys held the door open for this lady, this older lady. And um, as she walked in, I remember kind of just like trying to brace her on her back or something. Right. And she just said, um, thank you so much. She says, oh, you're raising such, you know, great gentleman. And I said, thank you. 
And sometimes I don't know how to take that because I'm like, well, you don't think black people will know how to raise their kids like black no. boys? Um, but she was, you know, very genuine. She just said, you know what? I appreciate that gesture. She says, you know, my kids are grown. My grandkids are grown. My friends are passed away. She goes, and I hardly get any human interaction. interaction. And yeah. I remember thinking like, and that's a morbidity. It's not yeah. even a comorbidity. Like, it yeah. will be a cause of death. So we don't want people to emotionally feel mm-hmm. isolated because that makes them sink to a lower place yeah. where they're so more at happens. risk for yeah. catching a virus, right? Yeah. So keeping people high energy and their energy high is a form of immunity. Yeah. So you can't isolate someone and then think that's going to give them more immunity. Yeah. Right. Which is, yeah, what I was saying, uh, seeing our documentary the other day, they were saying, you know, we have to do this, but at what cost is it going to have to us as, you know, as a society? Because one, our communication skills are already not what they used to be. They're already lacking, you know? Um, so when we start to isolate like that, like mm-hmm. what, what are we going to cause? And I know that some things like this, this hoarding of the toilet paper <laughs> and this hoarding of all the food and stuff like that. What if it really starts going on for five, six, seven, eight weeks and people are desperate? They're talking about gun sales are increasing. Mm-hmm. Like, are we really going to be living in a time where people are going to be trying to rob for, you know, a can of beans because you went in and you bought the entire picture? Like, somebody today had a cart full of paper towels because they were only limiting you to two uh, packs of toilet paper mm-hmm. for apply. So they I went for the paper towels. They so they had. They're going out on people that are sick, too, though. Paper like, products. They're using guns on people that are sick. So, like, when True. people that are sick come around, they're like, not get away from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that too. So, um, I mean, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot that we need to be having conversations about. Um, we need to eradicate all of the, you know, the misinformation. Right. Um, well, please don't listen to your president because he don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's definitely one that spreads it, and this is his fault. Good job, Trump, for you know, uh, for banishing or abolishing the uh, the high risk or yeah. My thing the, is like, whatever I want called. people to take global pandemic serious, yeah. but I don't want you to necessarily take everything to the point of like no return. I mean, how do we learn though? Like you, you know, I keep saying it's like a movie. In the movie bad things always happen when people start to become hysteric, you know, and, and stealing from other people and doing this and hurting children and things like we, like, no guys, we're, we're, we're very, very intelligent beings. Like, I think we know better. Well, let's also remember there's always that community of people who just want to hurt others and they use anything they can as an excuse to do so. So that's like a whole nother ballgame. I think for the most part, people want to be good to each other and they need to find more reasons to be good to each other. And this I think could it's be one of them. It is a need you know? for that. But it's how you choose to live and your your frame of thinking. If you are just ridden with negativity. Right. And that's it's just gotta how come it out is. of you. It, and that's just what it's gonna be. So that's you know what's always gonna surround you. Right. Um, and you're going to co-create negativity in your world, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and suck people into it with your drama. And then, unfortunately, we know that. And if you don't know, you should know. Like, negativity like that is what breeds illnesses and what breeds right. like cancer and what makes a short life. So we have like to be, give each other so much more positive vibes yeah. to, like, step up and say, look, it's one love, you yeah. know? Because yeah. we are connected. So why, why would we fight each other in a time of crisis? Especially you right know? now. Like, when it could be, I mean, it, 
I would hate for it to be, but if it ever had to be the United States against Spain, or you know what I'm saying, because of just for whatever reason, let's just say like we need to be united, and yeah. there's too much we've been uh we've been divided. There's just been way too much of that in right. the past four years, and it's very funny because. You know, seeing all the memes talking about like, let's unplug 2020, plug it back in and see if it works. Because <laughs> it has, you think about it, it has been kind of, for people to be like, 2020, new decade, new me. We've started with Kobe passing, which was huge, you know, huge kind of blow. Um, and made people, I think, really, especially around our age, go, whoa, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then now this, you know, um, we've had some weather issues, you know, that have ruined communities and and things like that fires and whatnot and i mean i'm always trying to stay positive that tomorrow's a new day and that it's (laughs) gonna get better but it is kind of funky right now come on people we're we're co-creating this reality it's it's just like it's quantum field psychology get with it can you dig it you know like (laughs) like do you know what that is I need you to, you know, get a little control over your mind. And once you do that, you'll realize just how important your thinking about everything is with everyone else. Yeah. And we're not all going to think the same, but we have to agree on some behavioral structure. And and just start there. And Uh, start there. You know, I will say that I'm very proud, once again, of the local government and, um, you know, my favorite. Um, I call him Newt. I call him Needy. I love Gavin Newsom. Um, wow. <laughs> I love I, I love him. I think he's legit. I think he has the right idea for California now and going forward. And he has a I don't give a fuck attitude. Like he's just like this is what I'm gonna do. And it's in the you know he, mm. he I like that he's like look my kids don't go to a fancy private school so I want the public schools and the educational system to be equal for like. I just, I really like him. I'd vote for him for president in the future. However, he has come forward immediately and, you know, there's going to be government assistance for small businesses. There are small business loans. Yeah, I told that, I told that to somebody the other night. I said, oh, how's this and that going? And I said, well, you know, remember there may be personal bailouts. Yeah. Will there be large economic bailouts for like the corporations? Like the auto industry and the banks? Like, Will man. they just ask for a nice handout? I mean, we gave them a trillion dollars. I'm sure if, I'm sure we give about a trillion dollars. Trump just bought a shit ton of oil for the reserves just to make sure. Bush gave us money too, though. Bush gave, I was, I was, look, that check of $375 was like, hey, I do remember. What happened? Right after uh, he got elected, right, it was right after 9 11. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember, we have the um, surplus. Stimulus. The stimulus. stimulus. So we have the stimulus. Yeah. We were, uh-huh. we were uh-huh. ahead, and you didn't need a stimulus fund to try to jumpstart the economy. Right. So for two years, like he was giving out. Yeah, money you got money. You don't remember that? I do. I said the word stimulus package earlier yeah. today. I remember, I was just uh, trying yes. to remember, like hey, what, how you that, got it. How you got it? Was it for college or stimulus? Um, I don't know. I just I was going. I was in Davis, but. Man, was it your tax return? Or, no, it was yeah. just, it was part no, of my... No, they sent it to you. Yeah, it was mm. like what I I think it was based off your tax return, how much you yeah. got, but they just sent you the check. I, know that shit I did not get time. that. I remember what we, what we did with that. I did not get that. I didn't get Bush's stimulus we package. We bought an ounce and we bought some alcohol. But you know what? I, oh, wait. We used it from Vegas. I thought I that um, for as wild yeah. and kind of ridiculous as 9-11 seemed or was, I did think 
that Bush in that those first moments of that handled it quite well. Now, unfortunately, what followed, <laughs> unfortunately, what followed was just going back into, you know, the big Bush's war. And I mean, and it just but, it made that appearance to someone right. like me who, when I first voted, I voted for Clinton and I kind of voted because that's who, you know, I had kind of grown up with mostly. But Bush definitely in that whole situation um, allowed me to start really building my own political view and really understanding living the politics. I mean, we used to love, um, oh my God, what was his name on CNN at that time? Oh, he's not on there. He like runs CNN now. Not yeah. Blitzer, but... Um, not with Blitzer, yeah. No. The other dude. Oh, CNN used to ah. stay on in my house till... God dang it. Oh, my... I have to remember, but... Trying to poison my mind. We, I mean, we watched it a lot, like, right after, like, our last couple years of at Davis, and then before we had kids, when we were working and stuff, like, it was more... It was aimed at I think our our age group at that mm-hmm. time you know college graduates and I listen like to that. a lot of talk radio with my grandmother Dan Abrams Dan oh. Abrams yeah that's his name you was gonna come to me all right KFBK so. I would listen to to that old school shit on the radio with my grandma my dad used to and they me. would peep game before the yeah. news media is so what we are doing now guys is coming up to a little bit of our sponsorships. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that would work so good right now. Talking yeah. about Monthleaf is the monthly cannabis subscription service for Northern California. They offer a variety of boxes that you can customize to fit your preferences. Each box will always have a value exceeding $150, but all you have to pay is just $100. And that's each month. So we're back and we're talking about, you know, some of the uh, resources that are being provided to us through this kind of crazy hysteria, this, um, you know, kind of uncharted, and it's uncharted for us, at least in, you know, our generation and the generations behind us. Um, this is something new. I do think it's something that we can be better prepared for if we just kind of take a breath. You know, right. like Frankie says, relax. You don't know what that's from because you don't do it. Yes. Um, Frankie says relax. Frankie says relax. It's from a friend still. From a friend. I'm going to make you one day Frankie like just Frankie sit. goes to Hollywood. Is I'm going to take her on vacation one time and just be like, we're going on vacation. And I'm just going to like tie her up and make her watch all of Friends. Um, I did watch Living Single. I did watch that. Yeah, I remember watching that too, but not just, I mean, I was, what, in high school? I think that's probably it. I probably just couldn't relate to it as much as I could relate to friends, being that I was in my twenties. Well, but. yeah, I want people to relax. I want them to not wig out. <laughs> I mean, Don't hoarding panic. things, you know, just this crazy hoarding toilet paper and just you clean know. up your act too, because I'm gonna call people out. There, there's a lot of kind of filthiness, you know. It's kind mm-hmm. of a squalorly like unclean physically unclean way of living that a lot of people have taken to and they just you know just be accountable guys let's just be accountable let's be all adults let's do what we were taught in uh preschool and kindergarten you know let's care about other people definitely this is a time that you want to the golden rule be in you know touch with your family your friends you know loved ones and you know friend of mine 
junior yeah. high school, reach out today. Um, it made me think like, oh shit, maybe I should be, you know, I've thought about people, but haven't reached out. So, you know, taking that time to reach out, whether it's through your social media or, you know, texting them or giving them a call. Um, you know, those people that maybe are single parents or, you know, and a person that's elderly in your area, yeah. you know, check on them. Um, you're getting something delivered. Maybe you can that, order a little something for that somebody Popeye's chicken that's sandwich a friend. There too. Yeah. You know, Postmates actually has a great uh, delivery code off right now. I saw it the other day. Google it. It'll come up. Um, <laughs> but also, I encourage people to take the opportunity to be a little more accountable for their diet, too, by mm-hmm. prepping and making their own food. Mm-hmm. And, and that comes with, you know, some personal responsibility and social accountability, too. And a lot of work. I will say that in the past, you know, four to six weeks, I've had to kind of just, you know, my son's, uh, my son's diet, which is definitely work and more responsibility, but it's worth it when you really start to learn about um, food and, you know, what can cause you discomfort and uh, how exactly we should respect and treat food, you know, what it should be here for. Um, But, you know, what I remember is, you know, hearing stories about during times of war and things like that, you know, just the the neighborhood getting together and maybe doing a potluck or maybe, you know, something like that, like somebody ordered pizza or whatever it may be. I mean, maybe something like that would be good Um, as far as we need to do the social distancing, but not too much. You know, maybe it's just taking over a casserole. Um, if people even know what casseroles are anymore, um, you know, that's an idea guys, instead of going and hoarding hella shit, how about you just like get some good old veggies and some good hearty protein, throw that bad boy in a freaking pan, make a ratatouille and look, whatever you want to call it, that's everything's called a casserole once you put in the casserole dish. Um, but yeah, so as we were talking about government resources, utilities, guys, this is huge, 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 huge. Yeah. PG&E should definitely have been done this anyway because they've screwed up the lives of many and, you know, have just burnt down towns. Mm-hmm. But they are, um, you know, providing forgiveness for any um, accounts that are were scheduled to be turned off. They're not going to. Well, the only thing they're doing is not disconnecting. So yes. don't think that they're going to necessarily absolve your bill. Oh, yeah. No, no, you not still at take all. all the things you, you would do, like the CARES program or any kind of. Uh, you know, financial assistance, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, like heat, they, you still have to go through those channels to clear a bill, but for now they're not going to cut you off. Yeah. And so you should be trying to make, you know, little payments here and there, there. but don't think that's going to last forever. So don't be foolish, you know, with the resource. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would be safe to say, I think everybody's kind of looking at about a two month period that maybe this is kind of been going on and these opportunities are going to be provided. So you know, probably getting right into summertime when we're, you guys are definitely going to need that air conditioning and that electricity. So SMUD as well. Um, you know, I'll be calling SMUD myself tomorrow. Um, oh, I also wanted to mention for those in Northern California, and I know especially here in Sacramento, Rayleigh's is hiring 400 in-store shoppers and I'm assuming delivery drivers, you know, merchandisers and things like that as well to help with the influx of in-home delivery, um, you know, which is smart because places like Foods Co, they're shutting down, you know, with people in the store or people walking up to the door, making them stand outside in line or closing early altogether like they were at freaking six o'clock today. Done. Closed. 
So, and you know, places like that are going to be more popular because they're a little more cost efficient. So it's, uh, well, I always felt like we were putting too many pop-up malls and strip malls and everybody needed their own little neighborhood hot wing store. It was kind of weird to me, you know? And so when you look at the cost of brick and mortar or freestanding mm -hmm. store, it's it's a dying model. Yeah. Why are you building more of it? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm I'm not saying I'm mad at the current structure of commerce, yeah. but I think it needs some adjustments. And I don't know if we ever will because that's just how our you know our history's gone, where it's gone from you know bartering and farming, and then it's gone to production, then went to manufacturing, then now we're in you know we're in like three different you know kind of times, which is technology mm -hmm. and Merging innovation and, 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 you know, e-commerce and merchandising and, you know, having everything right then. I mean, I will, I will tell you, um, and I do want to talk about Vegas being shut down as well. Mm -hmm. So we talk about Spain, but Vegas is, you guys, this can be, can you, I mean, if the freaking strip is not lit. just lit, not lit, that, I mean. Spring break is done. You know that people are getting mad because, you know, Daytona and all this, you know, whatever. Yeah, break, I mean. Miami, it's just. And it's funny happening. that people are still traveling. I'm like, you are real brave. Um, But, you know, right now, schools, people aren't, you know, campuses are saying don't come back. You're doing right. everything online. So oh, right yeah. now they're on, you know, rolling right into summertime pretty much. But, um, yeah, they, um, it's. To think that like Times Square has been empty, that's crazy enough. But you know, parts of, of Italy and Spain, and you know, um, the Basilica, and you know, all those you know, um, places in Rome and Italy, and things like that are just empty. You know, museums empty. Like to see that it's you're kind very, of asking very... humanity to settle down, you know, yeah. go go sit down somewhere, you know right. what I'm right. saying? Go the on, universe and, go is on and lay go. down yeah. somewhere yeah. now, you know. <laughs> So, so if you're yeah. if you're kind of a meditative person okay. and a person who's introspective, okay. you're probably already settled down somewhere, yeah. you know. And so now you have to look at okay, well, I've got to get this. And what I've broader get messages that, is getting you know across? I mean? And I think right. it's definitely you know, like I said, we've been so um, lived in such a this uh, a country that's been you know um, split, and it's been, we've lived in such this divisive times that. I think the universe is now coming back around like, all right, guys, we have the no harm, but Me Too movement. We have people being called to the carpet. You know, Weinstein just got sentenced. You know, we're having injustices as far as more lives being taken. Just, you know, just different things happening. But then on the flip side, you have positive things like people becoming more aware of their health and wellness, right. the mental aspect, that becoming a forefront again. People becoming more spiritual and meditating and wanting to, you know, get back to being more holistic and living off of and respecting Mother Nature. There are some positive things that are coming as well. And like you said, I think this is well, there's just still a broader a dying, message. There's a model that's that's like croaking right now. It's kind of grasping yeah. for its life, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and it, it it's it's like really just trying to hold on so desperately as people ask for a shift. Yeah. They're actually demanding it and co-creating it, you know, through the through our thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, I, mean, I think what it is is that there's not enough of everybody doing it, and so it's an uneven. Um, it's you know, it's not equal. So in the universe, I'm sure, would want things to be equal as, as all things should be. So um, I like that because I like to say that you know I tell people like the universe is yelling at you. I think I've told you that a couple of times in the last like month yeah. or so. Like, girl, he's yelling right 
I don't know if it, you can't hear it, but it's telling me to tell you this is what's going on. So if you kind of look, look at it like that, however you choose to believe and wherever your spirituality is, you know, maybe you think, you know, God's telling you or telling us to sit our asses down and go lay down somewhere, you know. <laughs> Um, settle down. Yeah, settle down. yeah. Um, <laughs> go take a nap. Let's you know. all form a line and yeah. focus. So there could be a lot of positive things that come out of this scary time. I just think that we all need to stay very aware of each other, um, and we all have the same needs. Um, I will say that toilet paper shouldn't be that big of a deal. You know, get your ass in the shower and wash off. Like if you have no toilet paper. Yeah, like, I've had the toilet paper discussion prior to this with a, a lot bottle. of people well, and I've, right? I've always kind of said like what is america's attachment to toilet paper because the rest of the we world washes their ass yeah. because yeah. they don't necessarily have plumbing and they also just don't have money like that yeah. a lot of the world and you know that's their resources it's a luxury. Are like, yeah. yeah toilet paper so maybe that's what it is. it is is it a form of spoiledness right there yeah i, mean, oh, I, I have so. toilet paper you know and if i can't get toilet paper then i'm gonna get paper towels which i shouldn't be you know flushing down my toilet anyway so then i'm gonna give myself sanitary you know but hey that's all another issue um <laughs> you know there's gonna be some service companies are gonna be very busy in the next couple of months um so yeah Jeez. so this is something I just had to kind of like things that I observed, things that I wanted to share. You know, I am taking my own precautions and that's just because you know, I have children and they say under age of 15, they're not as susceptible as, you know, older generation or those that have, you know, um, pre-existing conditions. Yeah. But, you know, got to be, got to be uh, very careful with them, especially with anything respiratory. Um, and if I have the opportunity, I mean, I did tell my husband, well, three weeks at home, we don't need plenty of Tito's and and Mickey's and Tecate's and whatever else. Um, but well, you know, it's, we live it's, in it's California time. and it's going to be fire season coming up. Yeah. And that presents respiratory issues for people who live in the state if there are more fires. Yeah. So on top of your corona issues, you got to be ready for <laughs> Cali stuff, you know. <laughs> more love. All right. So. As we were saying, everyone, please just let's be aware. Let's, uh, you know, just be kind, conscious. Let's be loving. love. Yeah, let's love, be love. You know, um, human beings. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, you know, at this time, we should definitely be taking care of, of course, our loved ones. But let's just take care of each other. Um, you know, I think everything will die down pretty soon here as we just start getting more answers. Um, and not only do we have to, you know, send love and caring and understanding and, you know, healing vibes to those here in our country, but those and others as well um, in other parts of the world. So, oh, yeah, because they're going through it, too. And yeah. yeah. This much is worse. global. So right now, maybe never even before in history, I don't know, since maybe world wars, have people kind of had this kind of global consciousness where all at once we're all kind of focusing on the same, the same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of power. Yeah, that's definitely. a shitload of power. So how, that, so yeah. with, with thought power, what are you going to do with that? You know what I mean? Let it be destructive or let it be healing because it can be healing when people go, look at how we were all thinking about at that. At the same time. So let's yeah. all think about what answers are and work towards that. And that is pretty damn deep. Mm. And I think that is a great place. Yes. To end tonight's very special or this morning, you know, late night, uh, late night, early mornings podcast um, with the Menage with the Mary J. Maven. 
We just wanted to check in with everybody, you know, show some love. Make sure you're of, okay. Yeah, have this conversation. And, you know, start the conversation. We got to start it somewhere, and then hopefully we can get to that, you know, that um that point in time where we all really can just learn from this and feel that we came through it together, and it helped to make us all better, you know, as a society and just as human beings. So everybody have a fantastic Monday. Um, be safe. You know, wash your hands, please. Don't be nasty. Yes. Cover your mouth. Be clean. Eat lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, send love out to those in Spain um, and, you know, to all of those affected by all of these shutdowns and, you know, the fact that we have to kind of like just end our lives as we know it right now, just temporarily, just temporarily, guys. So we will see you in a couple of days for our regular episode, which is going to be our Pussy Power episode. So we're going to have lots of fun there, try to kind of lighten things up. And uh, yes, so everybody sleep well. We will holler. Thanks so much. Yeah.